WV Uncommonplace. This podcast is a variety podcast that houses numerous series to cover mental health, empowerment, podcast framework, and various intimate theories to get to know the hosts. Along with occasional movies, reviews, and dives in pop culture with our event podcast episode. The Uncommonplace digs into bringing guests on that stories don't fit the mold and are very different. WV stands for the great state of West Virginia and every quarter we cover something in West Virginia. Stacy and myself JR are your hosts so please come along for this venture to our uncommon place. Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Today, I have with me Ken from Kenfluence Podcast. This is an episode of Podcast Collide, and you guys know me. I'm very amateurish when it comes to things. We don't do all those bells and whistles and stuff like that. That's not how I got the audience here. That's not how um, all y'all came in to to be part of the Legion and um, do what it does. Now, Ken, please tell everybody about yourself. Tell them where you're from and um, let them know about your podcast and let them know about this fitness thing you got going on. All right, what's popping, Ken? Focus, Ken, with you with uh, Ken Fluence, uh, the podcast. So, uh, originally from Fayetteville, North Carolina, uh, lived in Dayton, Ohio for a good amount of time. Now I'm out in Los Angeles, California, enjoying the sunny weather, the palm trees, and everything else that California has to offer. Enjoying it all, I can't enjoy it enough. Um, so, right now with my podcast, I got a lot of different things going on. I have fitness segments. I have uh, your traditional podcast. I'm standing on podcast. Um, podcast, I'm a podcaster, if you will. I, I, <laughs> terminology, we just make it up on the fly. Um, we got some new nomenclature now, but okay. um, but yeah, so I do a standalone. Um, I'm just now starting to incorporate guests onto my show, and I'm starting to interview folks myself. So the first episode that I'll do that will be uh recorded this Friday. Um, but yeah, also big on fitness. So I'm in the Air Force for slash Space Force, so we can get into that too if y'all want to, but um. With that, I work out a lot. I wake up in the morning, do PT, and afterwards, I, you know, born and raised with an army uncle. So, you know, there's PT and then there's PT after the PT. So I got a workout program that I do. Uh, I'm a marathon runner, and I like to uh, incorporate that into as many things that I do. So I recently had a, a challenge at work that we had to do. Uh, it was a 14-day, um, basically just who could run the most miles. And I ended up doing... It was like 130 something, 14 days. So average about. Oh, snap. Yeah. So fun stuff there. Man, all I'm trying to do is do that little cross country in a week, 3.1 miles. If I can get that <laughs> in. I can't, I can't run with you then. I'm going to have to get you out here in the mountains and do something with that. Uh, you do one, you do a mile up into the mountains and then you do a mile back down out the mountain. And we'll, we'll see. Have you done any extreme running just off topic? Yeah, yeah. So I've done like some some ultra runs. Um, I've done two of those. Uh, the first one I did was I think it was like I don't know if it technically technically counts as like thirty five mile trail. And the other one I did was like I think right around forty. Bro, I know cats who are doing like 60, 70 and stuff like that. So like that's cool. It's a little over a marathon, but um, yeah, man, I wake up and I'll do a half marathon for fun. You know. Oof. I got into running. Um, I, I I don't know, man. I, I did track. In, I did track in high school, but I was always a sprinter. Uh, did hurdles. Didn't really care for running like that. It was just off season from basketball and football. Um, so you know, who cares about track like that? 
but it wasn't until like college and like I was in ROTC and I was like leading runs when I was like, oh, I got to be the best runner out here, but I'm leading run. Like, you know, the, the cadences that you got to Oh, yes, 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 yes. You know, you got you to gotta holler out and, and run. You got you to gotta sing songs and then also keep <laughs> other people together. It's a lot, man. So it really pushed me to uh, be my best when it came to running. And um, I think it was like my freshman, sophomore year, I dated a chick who was like an ex-cross-country star or whatever. Oh. Her, right? So, yeah. So she, before it was like, power, just run as fast and as hard as you can. You make it work. And she was like, you run really stupid. And I was like, yo, what? <laughs> and she was like, you run stupid. It's very inefficient. And, you know, there's a way to balance out your stride and to uh, minimize your emotions and maximize the, basically your calories and your energy to better propel you. And I was like, okay, didn't listen to that for like a few months, hurt myself. And she was like, told you. I was like, all right, then. I actually took that advice. And ever since been running after I fixed my form, it's been pretty uh, smooth sailing for me. And, and, and this, this ex-girlfriend, do you ever send her like a, a card in the mail or a gift card from Buffalo Wild Wings or something for this advice? You know, I don't. But uh, I, I probably should. I probably should just put a little thank you or something. I appreciate you. Yeah, because um, I mean, she 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 gave you some knowledge and you ran with it, literally. All right, all <laughs> <laughs> right. I ran with it. I ran with it. I ran off with it. All right. So now, being out of North Carolina, you um told a story to the audience real fast. You know, you've been East Coast and Dayton. We'll just count it as Midwest because you can get to Michigan pretty fast and you can get anywhere. And now you're on the West Coast, so you've been on all the coast. That matter. We ain't gonna talk about the north and the south. We talking about the 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 middle of the fifth coast, which is the Midwest. Um, what is yeah. your favorite? What is your favorite uh, coast? And out of the three oh, coasts, man. which one? Which is the hardest coast to live on? Oh, oh man, that's that's actually a very tough question. But um, hey, man, the East Carolina Pirate. Yeah, I'm- Greenville all day. Greenville all day. Greenville, North Carolina stand up, you know, uh, hit, hit, hit the fall corn. But um, yeah, man, it, it's got to be the the East Coast, which is my favorite coast. It's just a way chiller vibe, way less pretentious. Uh, I feel like folks are just in general more uh, genuinely concerned about you and want to know about like your day. People are more actively asking questions and want to be involved with like just I don't know just checking on you versus being on the west coast where it's a lot of cool stuff but I think things get very materialistic really quickly um everybody kind of gets into the keeping up with the Joneses matches um everybody's very like in their own bubble if you're on a beach you can be like two feet away from somebody they don't want to speak to you they don't want to wave they don't want to smile no eye contact just it can be weird sometimes so when it comes to those types of things and just like the southernness in me the southern hospitality has to come out so all right so so let's do this real quick because my big audience i'm in west virginia but ohio showed me love it don't matter where i go out there he was out he was out in dayton and just to keep everything pc and we're not going to disrespect any territories she was out in Dayton. You know where Pickawa is. You know where them different places like that are. We discussed something earlier on about Dayton. And, 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 and my thing here is like Dayton, that's a spot. Dayton, it, it goes like this for Ohio and no offense to anywhere else. It goes Cleveland, Columbus, 
Cincinnati, Dayton, Toledo. Outside of them mm-hmm. places, anywhere you are, I don't care. Um, so you you ran that little gauntlet from 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 them areas to Cincinnati. What was it like living in Ohio? You know, um, whoo. Well, so I was stationed at Wright Pat. So I'm going to talk from the purview of Wright Patterson Air Force Base. I'm just going to describe it, and it was uh, very overcast all the time. All the time, man, y'all, let's talk about that. Um, I'm a road tripper, so I drive everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, my car uh, has, I think, 230,000 miles on it. I'm going to give you something new, so. But when I tell you when you drive over uh, from Dayton, Ohio, and you drive across Ohio to Kentucky, it clears up. Yeah, like, like, like Newport over to like Louisville or Lexington down through them. Yeah, it's a little difference. Yeah, sir. Yes. And it's just like you look up. And uh, when I was with, uh, I guess, Little Max at that time, uh, I-, I looked at it and I was like, do you realize Ohio does this to itself? It does. The overcast is self inflicted. I looked up and like you see like the factories just poofing, you know, steam and smoke, whatever, into the air. Yes. The huge clouds that it like makes. And you're just like, yo, that's that's the overcast. Wow. It, it blew my mind. Uh, especially being a science student too. I was like, I knew there was a reason why Ohio was the way it was. But it, there were pros to Ohio, usually it being its proximity to other things. And right. And, and that's the thing. And, and I tell people that's the same thing that ties me in with West Virginia because I'm in close proximity. But when I was in Dayton, the only thing that was attractive to me about Dayton was, man, I could get to Indianapolis really fast. Ooh, so fast. So fast. I mean, I wasn't going to Fort Wayne or nowhere like that. And no offense to Michigan, but I had no business in Detroit or nowhere. Well, Detroit's all you're going to get that close or Ann Arbor. But, you know, sports-wise, you could get somewhere and watch a basketball game if you wanted to. And Indianapolis, let's talk about it. Very slept on. Very slept on. Um, I I took an afternoon, I think it was like a Saturday or something. And, again, bored, didn't know what to do, road tripping. And I think Indianapolis is exactly – Two hours? Yeah, two hours away, exactly. Two hours from Dayton on the dot and drove down and just happened upon, I think it was like their state fair was going on. <laughs> buddies were in the car and we were like, yo, you trying to get some food at the state fair? We was like, for sure. We, we showed up, man. We got some hot dogs um, and we, we turned up at, at the Indianapolis State Fair. Um, we caught a couple um and this was like weeks or months later. We caught a couple of minor league baseball games out there. Yeah. Or whatever. It's a cool place. Yeah, I, I had a little experience out there. We went to a Pacers game during this whole COVID thing. I mean, you know, them tickets, yeah. listen, them tickets was like $15. With the extra little grip, it was $23. Even though it was nosebleed. I'm at an NBA game for less than what I pay for uh, NBA 2K. So I'm like, okay, you – and I mean, you, you get what I'm saying. So I'm here, and you know, I, I'm at the thing, and then you know, me and my homie, we walked around and stuff. And I was like, Indianapolis, Loki, got a little artwork, blah blah blah. I don't care about none of that. But it was just like it's like they got a little epicenter here. I, I'm about to come back, you know. And obviously, over the years, I've, that's one of my hubs too, and that's one of my mm-hmm. listening bases out of Indiana, there and Columbus, uh, Indiana, and other stuff like that. But one place inside Ohio that really gets me, and I don't know if you made a trip out there, is Columbus, Ohio. Columbus. Columbus is, so I have a, or 
I have the card literally. If I have my wallet on me right now, I have a Columbus uh, Zoo pass, man. That's the only <laughs> thing I'm popping in Columbus, bro. We would show up there every weekend with our own beard and get plastered. And me, being a biologist, I'm just drunkenly telling you about every animal in there, why I eat what I eat, where it came from. You, you, know, you could have been chilling with Jack Hanna. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'll tell you about... Like, standing around, like, oh, my God, this is kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting. You listening there? So, yeah, man, lit. And, and I tell you, like, now, for me, Columbus is two hours away, so it's a trip that I make. I don't, you know, in travel, I don't have set... Two hours to me is not as 30 minutes to most... Is I mean, it's 30 minutes to me. So I go to... Mm-hmm. I frequently there. They opened this thing up uh, about a summer ago called um, Zimbabwe Bay, or they opened it back up to a little water park, and you can yeah. drink it. You, listen, you can drink it. Up yeah, but you can... The adult section they opened up now, you can drink. So I'll get on the Lazy Whip River, do whatever I'm going to do, ride the little... Because the, what is it? They got like one inflatable ride, the one that goes up yeah, in the yeah. funnel and goes down. So after that, you know... Yeah... Yeah, so I know you got the souvenir cups, right? With yes, different color bottoms. Yeah, get the whole cooler of beer and just pour it in there. You don't have to buy any beer, bro. Just take the cup, just pour your own beer in there. Oh, get off the side, and that's that's all we did, bro. That's my life hack there, so I'll do that. So, you know, we out here and it's still COVID 19 running around and stuff, and um. They had this little title, the little wave pool, right? They got a screen in the back. So they, 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 they doing movies and stuff and things like that. Like I do with the projector and stuff and uh, everybody's having a good time. Um, me and the co-host, me and her was out there and we had this lady with us. Like she was like 90 pounds. Right. And between me, me and uh, co-host, we, it's a little weight between us. So if you ride with us on something and you skinny, you gonna flop off that thing. So this 80, 90 pound lady, she, and mind you, she's old. She's like 60 pounds or whatever, right? She goes up in that, the top part of that funnel because it's like yellow, blue. I don't remember the colors, but with that weight, it shifted up way too high. So she almost yeah, falls out that thing. She Listen, she almost falls out that thing and almost dies. I'm grabbing her like, you know, I'm saving her life on some Lifetime movie type stuff. And it comes back down. And, and with all that weight, we go so fast down in that funnel. And she's mm. shocked. And she, she would have said, she's a frail lady. She get off the thing. The next thing you know, she's like just... She's just spinning and stuff. She goes over and gets one of them long tubes and just puts it down. She gets on a lazy river. She don't ride nothing else with us, bro. So that was my experience out there in Columbus. Now, uh, <laughs> frequent in the malls and different stuff, they got they got a different layout like that. I always tell everybody, if you get a chance in life, you need to always visit uh, Columbus and Charlotte, North Carolina. So you so you get that kind of feel of shopping and seeing what you really want to do. Everybody can say stuff about New York, New York and other places, but I, I'm not doing it. I'm talking about just a normal person, not fly by night going to new york doing whatever but columbus and charlotte those two hemispheres mm-hmm. there now on the west coast man it's a whole different story out there now mind you me coming out to the west coast for, is for work and then the other time was when i filmed uh, judge judy and mm-hmm. so you know i'm in los angeles and, I'm, and i got time to go see everything los angeles was very fast-paced for me it's a nice lifestyle but it, to me where i'm a economist mm-hmm. living in west virginia i'm the north south i'm the south north and um, economic wise, our standard of living is kind of low, so you can make money like I do everywhere else and live here yeah. comfortably. But in Los Angeles, I was seeing people that was working at good jobs, living in tent cities, living inside a Lexus, or living in a camper, but making good money. Honestly, with, with normal professional jobs in tents, it's crazy, man. I make a decent amount, and I think like. If I if I move back to North Carolina right now, we fall. Mm-hmm. We have a break time. Los Angeles, we 
we're, we're, we're just getting into regular. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and regular here is very tough to gauge. It's very tough to see, like, who is the actual middle class because I don't know if y'all know this, but, like, I know you see uh, influencers and, you know, whoever else on Instagram, right? They have mm-hmm. stacks of money. Bro, did you know that you could buy stacks of money for $15 on Amazon? It looks real as hell. Yeah. With the lines in it. I didn't know that. I didn't know people were on Instagram and all on the street putting up piles of fake money that looks legitimate to their face. I was like, bro, this looks so real. Yes, so that real. perception out there. And everything is so smoke and mirrors and like slide of hand out here like that. If Me and my buddy, like, uh, we went through like all 50 states and we like gave a one-liner to every state. And I wish that like we could go back and be like, yo, California is slide of hand. Either slide of hand or smoke and mirrors because like everybody's capping. So it's tough to know what's more. Right. And, and and so like me being a person I am, I'm like, man, I live in a poor state, you know, but mm-hmm. but my flex game, you know, if you out here and you see me, because sometimes I make it look like I'm homeless looking with the beard and hair just because I don't care. But yeah. you, you see the flex game on, on the houses and things that we have out here and the stuff, you know, we, we, we say in a wealth, we don't look at the rich part of it. We say in a certain wealth. And and that's what I be trying to teach people to live in other places. I'm like, when I looked at California, I was 18 years old. I'm sitting at the bottom. I'm sitting at the bottom of Virginia out in Newport News with one of my buddies, and he's like, "Man, you got to go live in West Virginia because you can make your money everywhere else, travel, and, you, and you're a hub because people got to come through there." Um, now I'm in the city of Charleston, the, the capital. Charleston mm-hmm. and me talk about Charleston and Princeton. Them are two places that meet you in different diagonals. No matter where you're coming from, if you pay attention to certain diagonals, you're gonna come to one of them two places, and you might hit Huntington, West Virginia. You hit yep. that a lot, but you're going to hit them three cities and your travel's going anywhere because you got to come through here to get to certain places. Right. Right. So I always knew that there will be money here. So say like in, in your in your later years, like 10 years from now, you might settle somewhere like here, you know, get your thing started out here or whatever, or, or you're already established doing whatever you do, move mm-hmm. it out here, make some money here and still travel, but you got a home base that you can come back to that's cheap. So that's why I always tell everybody West Virginia is a spot to come to when you, when you get everything settled the right way, enjoy your life, explore and do everything you want to while early on. But when you hit that, that, that middle age and it's time to focus things, you can get a great education out here, or you can get a great education close by in neighboring States, Virginia, North Carolina, and then bring, bring your life here and then make your money everywhere else. And I'm so glad you said that, man. And I think that's one thing, like, I really try to teach, like, especially, like, my my younger cousins and, like, my younger friends, like, the importance of, like, having that home base and, like, you know, things are cool, you know, like, having those, like, tangible, like, hey, I have a, you know, PlayStation 5 or I have a new watch or whatever. Cool, great, awesome. Get your little toys. But, like, at the end of the day, have that home base that you can come to. Have, have some land if you can get it, man. Try to get you a own some property or whatever. So then, or try to put money up so that you can have those things later in life. Yeah. And then uh, home. That's home, you know? Yeah. That's, sustainability. That's and that's what I tell people like, and that's why when people be like, Oh, you're in West Virginia and stuff, but I'm like, y'all be out here in Miami and y'all doing all this extra stuff. And I'm sorry we mm-hmm. got on topic because we were talking about your podcast and different things. But you know, I, I tell people, I was like, you know, I'm not an economical genius, but I look at standard of living and I look, looked at things like, when I was coming up in Virginia, I'm from the center of Virginia, so I can go to Richmond, D.C., um, but I never, nobody ever talks about going west or going to West Virginia or going, even going to Kentucky. They always talk about, oh, the next drop is, it goes like this, Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Philadelphia, something in Delaware, maybe Atlantic City, but then when you go south, 
you're looking at Charlotte, Greensboro, High Point. We're thinking about going to North Carolina A&T. That's the first thing that got in our minds at 16 because of Freak Nick and different things that, you know, the marching bands and all that stuff. So we, we hold shout out A&T. Yeah. So, so look, so, you know, we get all these mentalities and we go to these things when we 17 and 18, not supposed to be there at 17, but we still get in right. and you get that atmosphere and you're like, this is where I want to be. But then when it comes 18 and I'm about to graduate, I'm like three months in the gra- about to graduate from high school. Mm-hmm. I looked over and for me to live in Greensboro, I got to be there whenever the furniture district crap is not going on. As yeah. long as as long as the furniture crafts out the way or somewhere like that where textile and stuff is really big, I gotta be out the way because if I'm not doing that type of job, I ain't gonna li- survive unless you got a technical trade from the jump. Mm-hmm. And that's what I learned about North Carolina. North Carolina is one of the places where if you don't have some type of unless you're affiliated or you don't have a technical trade, mm-hmm. you might as well and, unless you can get in a chicken factory outside of that, you're done. We got a whole factory too now. Yeah, no. <laughs> you got options, boy. North Carolina, you can be whatever breakfast factory you want to be at. <laughs> so now, uh, so so now, get back on topic though, because I know we didn't we didn't dipped off on all kinds of other stuff. Um, <laughs> you got this pod, you got this podcast rolling around, and um, you you're um. You you've gone hot and cold. We're gonna be a hundred percent honest. Hot and cold with your podcast, and you're about to bring it hot again. Um, different affiliations and different people that you run with. You know you have a credibility in, in this independent business. So, um, what's it like going hot and cold? What was that cold like? Because we talk off record, but it's a mental focus. You you pod faded for a little while. You you suffered yeah. you suffered from pod fade. Um, and I'm not saying this in a disrespectful way, but we talked about it off off the record. You you pod faded because you didn't have structure to your mental focus on the podcasting part. Yeah, man. So it, it was kind of tough. So um so I guess put it on the on the podcast, like it was it was tough at first because if you look at my page, it, you can kind of see me figuring things out. Yes. You know, at first I, it was a motivational uh speaking platform, and then from there, um I did stand up back in the day a couple of times and I was trying to like bring that up in there. And then from there, I got more into podcasting and from there I had like all these spinoffs and different ideas and things going on. Great. And then took some self, collected myself, got myself together and was like, okay, this is uh, for sure what I want to do and where I want to lean into. And then from there, just like a lot of different life things happened. So I had to, you know, go home for a week and, you know, check on parents, check on the family and stuff like that. So, you know, yeah, you can't necessarily be podcasting and, you know, you have been home for the last eight right. months. Right? So there's that. Um, came back, you know, I got all my energy, my bigger back. Let's get into it. Um, recently, I had uh, a good friend from ROTC, um, mental health awareness note from Footstomp. He committed suicide. So I had to go to his funeral um, at the end of May. So recovered from that for like a week and a half, two weeks. And then I'm like, all right, that. That's tough, but now I've collected myself for back into the podcast game. And then from there, it's like work, and it's just like, ah, oh, man, it's all these different things. So all that to say, there are going to be a lot of things that sort of serve as obstacles or almost deterrents to uh, what you want to do, what you think you're good at. But I-, I say all that to say this, too. There's a lot of opposition when you're in a space where you know you're doing well at. Right. There's a lot of opposition when 
you're you're walking in something you know you're supposed to be doing, um, and there is no other resistance to you doing it other than you doing. It. Right. So that's that's one thing that was almost a good sign for me where I was like, all these things keep happening. Like I, I'm like, damn man, like when do I get to like just sit down and have like a, a smooth four or five days to just straight podcasting? And something was like, don't get frustrated. Take that as a sign of you're doing what you're supposed to do. Just be consistent because now you're the only thing stopping. So it, it it took some time to, I guess, get that little bit of wisdom out of that and to like understand the impact of what was going on. But now that I have that, I feel like I can um, get into a more consistent rhythm. Part of that too is also establishing pockets of content to to release at different times and different increments. So right. getting that and see that, and, and see that's a podcasting thing. And, and I, t- I tell everybody that like I, I was uh, doing an interview earlier tonight. I haven't done three interviews. I did done three shows already. Um, yeah. That's that's one thing I was saying. You know, like it's a good to have a wealth of podcasts that you like episodes that you can dive back into. And the one thing that I always try to get everybody and I and I am nobody to nobody, but I am somebody to to anybody with this that's remark. True. Time management it's we got 15 minutes and then we got four hours on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I say that to everybody. It doesn't matter if you got, as long as you got a, you gotta have at least an eight hour day. If you only have a six hour day and you sleep the rest of it, then I can't help you there. But that, that little bit of free time, that's one thing that like that I always like to give to people. Cause like, you know, I, I sit back and, and I'll be, be honest with you. My life is automation. Mm-hmm. These posts that come out there, I got Facebook business suite for free. I've already mm-hmm. created, I do take, sometime on Sunday and create the podcast, the ad yeah. and stuff. So I create them and I schedule these joints out for like, some of them have been scheduled since April for now that just drop whenever. Woo. And the reason I do that is because I want to have free time. I, you know, yeah. obviously, obviously, you know, you have athletic things going on, but I mean, I have other ventures going on with the video games and all that extra stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so I always want to keep free time for things, but, uh, Tying into you, this is this is the the gem that will come from you from this episode, and there'll be some more gems. But this is your true um, gem. You took time and you took care of your mental. That is something. Yeah. That is something that uh, in inside your mantra: exploring the mind, strengthening the body, growing businesses, um, pr- producing uh, positivity, and, and a gener- generally vibing out. You got all these things inside your nutshell and uh, you can find these things over at his Instagram. Can you plug it real quick? Yeah, man. Follow me on Instagram at Kim Fluence. Uh, that's K-E-N underscore F-L-U period E-N-C-E. Again, that's Kim Fluence, K-E-N underscore F-L-U dot E-N-C-E. All right. So the point I'm getting to real quick, because uh, we always like to do them shameless plugs because that works out for business. Um, get it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so the thing is, is that you went and worked on your mental focus. You went and worked on your mental drive. You went to to tinker things that needed to be fixed. So that's one thing I want to commend you on. But I want to ask you this. Um, was it easier when you finally justified taking time off and taking care of yourself, doing that self-care? Because me and you talked about a, an aspect that I'm going to let you say for another episode with somebody else that we discussed earlier. Um mm-hmm. You have to lead two different lives and we won't go into different detail, you know, but leading those two different lives. How do you, how did you keep your mental focus? Because then you entered a third life because when you are a podcaster, you are, you are a entertainer at some point, you are an activist at some point, you're an influencer at some point, you are, you, you are a poet to someone, 
you yeah. podcasting has a lot of um, holds on you that we don't talk about. And there's things that we just keep quiet. I don't keep them quiet. You just have to be in touch with me so I can discuss these things because I'll bring them out of you real right. quick. So how do you keep focus in these three areas that you are doing? So I boil it down like this. Um, and in my younger years, I had a lot of like inner like tug of wars going on to like trying to figure out like the best way to manage those types of things. So uh-huh. we'll break it down. I'm a biologist. I'm a contract specialist. Um, I, somewhat of a comedian. Uh, I'm a podcaster. I'm in the Air Force slash Space Force. And I'm all these other things to all these other people, right? But at the end of the day, it goes back to values, right? So you can have all these priorities. And some days, some priorities are going to trump other ones. And that's just what it is. You know, some days uh, podcasting is going to trump normal work. Some days, uh, you know, the nine to five is going to trump everything below. And, you know, it's a juggling match with that. But at the end of the day, your values will dictate your priorities and uh, what works best for you. So for me, my value is, or my values are my mental health, my spirituality, my, my faith in God, um, and me being the best me that I can be so that I can help other people. I feel like it's tough to fill up other people's cups if yours isn't a full itself, you know? So true, so, so true. How to like, tap into that well of myself and like fill that up so I can be like, okay, great. Now that I'm full, now that my battery's charged, now that my, you know, iPhone battery isn't yellow or red, I can give you some battery. I, I can give you some time. I can give you some some patience or some advice or I can have something to offer worth hearing on a podcast versus just being on here jibber jabbering because I haven't slept and I'm, I'm on robot mode. And I'm just like, yeah, man, you should, uh, I don't know, wash your face in the morning, okay, can't blow us out. You know, trying to get real advice out here. Yeah, so. you should never do that voice again, bro. Don't ever do that voice. <laughs> I, I, I practice them, I practice them, you know? Like, <laughs> you got to see what works sometimes. Right, right, right. I'll give you that. Now, um, you're a little bit younger than me, but um, what I do with this show is I, I um, have what we call journalistic integrity in everything I do. I, mm-hmm. um. I sat back in when I was a kid, my grandma on Friday nights when I wasn't roller skating or something like that. Cause that's, that's, that's the thing that's from our area that, that, that mid Atlantic coast skating Let's was go. a thing. And then we'll go Let's into go. that. We'll have to do a whole another episode about that one day and talk about the, the whole mid Atlantic thing. Cause you're from the mid Atlantic. So it's a whole different struggle. Um, but anyway, I used to watch a show called 2020, right? It had mm-hmm. a lady, lady on it, Diane Sawyer, John Stoss on it had Barbara Walters on there. And they asked mm-hmm. the hard-hitting questions, except for John Stossel. He did a little funny thing about whatever he did. I didn't even watch this shit, for real. I, I, I talk about it in the podcast and be like, yo, I'll watch it. But his segment, come on. I'm a very serious person. I don't have jokes. I have delivery that's funny to people, but I'm really serious about what I'm talking about. Like, if I tell mm-hmm. you that your frog legs are garbage, you think it's a joke? I'm dead ass. Um, you ask me. Yeah. Somebody's going <laughs> to laugh when I say it, because they're going to be like, man, you, you, you said that in... Why would you just say that about the frog legs when the potato salad was on empty? I, I, nah, them frog legs was garbage. In the way I'm going to deliver it, you're going to laugh. So anyway, here's, here goes your hard-hitting questions. Okay. What was the first mistake that you made as a podcaster? The first mistake I made as a podcaster had to have been when I first got like kind of hot out in these streets with the hard K. Um, I think it's easy to 
pander to audiences. And I, I want to say that louder in the mic for other podcasters, for other people with new businesses who are starting to get traction, to people who are starting to pop at work, whatever it is. Pandering to audiences is not what makes you you. And getting into spaces where it's like, uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to give um, the, the commercial base something that they want. No, you are the artist. You are the person at the steering wheel. You take the car where you want to take it. If you want to come along for the ride, come along. If not, keep keep that authenticity. Yeah, keep the authenticity. And it's not saying that I was never not authentic, but we've all been on Instagram Live. You know how to. Yeah, everybody, they be out there being hype. People be out there yeah. doing the extraness. You know, and doing the know, most, doing the most, yes. Doing the most. And there's certain language people can use sometimes too that can be a little, um, what are the kids saying now? Um, gaslighting, gaslighting. It, it, it's just jargon you can use and all these words you can use that mean nothing. And people are just like, yes, and they will agree. Not off of the premise of what you said, not off the content that you said, but just off of the fact that you've incorporated some glossary term that essentially means nothing. So right. to me, put, knowing to push those buttons or pushing those buttons a little early on were probably some of my earlier mistakes. Yeah, and, and I'll say that and, and me, what happened to me was my misappropriation of all cultures. Cause I learned, I learned something as me being titled because of this whole podcastogram uh, championship. I didn't know that we were, we were uh, subjected to suburban and urban podcasts in the yeah. way. Listen, but listen, let me explain this to you. And this is something that me and Dijon, I mean, I called him Dijon. The, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dijon mustard. All right. So, <laughs> so, so hey, this is what we, we, yeah. Superstar. Um, so so this is what happened. I had a white person tell me this and a black person tell me this. Um, and I listened to both both people because I because I thought that it was racist. I thought that you're saying the urban podcast or or um anything of melon, and you're saying that uh, suburban is white or the light brights that are damn near white. So I, I had that connotation and I was incorrect. So this is what I learned. Um the suburban podcast, uh is a more mellowed out podcast. It's just a little different. The urban podcast doesn't have to do anything with race at all. It's the hypeness inside the podcast. A suburban podcast has a, a meteor meteoric mm-hmm. rise with how they advertise. When you have an urban podcast and it doesn't matter if you're black or white, you're out here, you're doing lives, you're doing all this extra stuff mm-hmm. inside a bubble that gives you a certain niche. Like me, for instance, I don't do lives. I pop up and I'll say something. I might gloriously say something, man, everything I do is pre-cut, I didn't shot the video three weeks ago and I just decided to drop it right here and there. Yeah. yeah. So um, it was, almost, it's almost to a degree of like a, a structure base. And I mm. was like, I was like, dang to my white person. I was like, on the low, that sounds good. And I'm going to almost believe it. But then again, I'm going to say it's racist. Then I had somebody in our community and which is everybody's community. I'm not going to be racist, but inside our community, the African-American community, um, mm come to me and it was like your podcast is a suburban podcast because you reach everybody you keep everything clear you don't put a direction on race and that's what we need sometimes we need strong ethnic podcasts which we have in any ethnicity or yeah. race. 
And then we need that podcast that's the middle ground, that's the bridge sometimes. So inside this whole deal that Podcastagram did, he bridged this gap. And obviously we've seen how the fallout came from that. And that's not something I want to discuss. So definitely a huge shout out to Pat. Anybody that was involved in that, and especially Irish Survival Podcast. That's one 13-year-old girl went crazy. She got she um, got a good show. You have to check her out. But anyway. Uh, so, for sure. The, the one thing I want to add to that, though, is I, I, I don't know what happened. I don't. I really don't. But I, I do want to say that I did enjoy seeing just the level of support that everybody has for each other. And yes. I, I wanted to see it play out and not in like a, you know, like really competitive way or like, you know, this person, that person. Like I had a lot of like friends or like, you know, people that I rock with, like, you know, it was this person versus that person. And I had just did a feature on each show, like I think days apart. And I'm like, oh, no, man, it sucks. But like, at the same time, like it was still exciting and it was something cool. And it's just like, man, it sucks that, you know, sometimes when we uh, have events like that, you know, uh, things can go left sometimes, which is unfortunate. And I, again, I don't know what the full situation was or, you know, I haven't heard much about it, but I, I'm hoping that whatever, whatever uh, happened is, you know, reconciled or, you know, that, that bridge is gapped. And at some point, we're able to do something like that again, because, you know, it's like a field day for podcasts. You know, how often do you get to see something like that? Right. Cool. And, and I was amazed because even I got knocked out in the first round by a podcast that I just thought was just some random whatever. But his, this dude's podcast was flame. But, yeah. but my audience just wasn't tailored to that. They didn't know because I didn't do no big announcements because, like I said, everything's automated with me. Right. So, so I'm getting right. numbers regardless. So I'm, you know, I'm not saying that in a bragging way, but I'm in the background. I'm like, this is cool. And that's how I met uh, DeWan and stuff like that because he was doing this little color commentary type professional wrestling, you know, this podcast. Yeah. He took 48 hours and listened to every single podcast. So without meth, without meth, that's one thing I do want to put out there. So he just did it all pure adrenaline. No, you crack cocaine as well. You know, you got to go through them. No amphetamines. Yeah, and, and, and he he uh, did make a comment when we were talking about you and him. Y'all are y'all are uh, night owls and all day owls. Y'all just stay up. Um, mm. Don't know how you do it, you know, because after we done, I'm probably going to sleep. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna jump on the Xbox or the Nintendo Switch and and tear somebody yeah. up. But outside of that, you know, whatever. But inside this uh, whole uh, deal that Podcastagram set up, shout out Pat one more time. Um, it was kind of crazy because all these different podcasts I hadn't heard and ones that I wasn't affiliated with, because me and you were affiliated prior to this. Yeah, yeah, and your people, and I'm saying your people, and no disrespect, your people, I learned about them. You, you grow man logic, mm-hmm. um, Del P, Uncle Do- uh, Dolomite. Sorry about that. No disrespect. I'm learning about these different podcasts, and I have to say this: like, you know, grown man went up against uh, too much game podcast, mm-hmm. and I, I'm a grown man logic person because I got into that, and then too much game as I've been going on. I've been listening to I'm like this dude is like yeah. this dog a podcast. He's smooth about it. He's smooth about it. Shit, and then bam, it's hard. It's hard. Who do you vote for? Because then I was like, I got into the predicament of like, okay, if I listen to each person's like last podcast, is that how I rate it? Or is it like your whole body of work? Because I was like, you're going last podcast. That gets dicey. Real dicey. Yeah, because some people got flame and some don't. Right. And then it's like, well, if we go with body of work, some people killing it, but they got like 10 shows. They got 15 shows. And other people, they got hundreds. And it's like, dang. So it's like, what do you base it off of? You right, because like I'll give you an example. I put out I don't know some weeks I put out three episodes, but that's because I got mm-hmm. the content. 
But out of them three episodes, only one of them is gold. The rest of it is for my fan base because I got certain series inside my shit that they listen to. And that's a continuation of what I was doing. So if you're not an everyday listener or a part of the Legion, then you don't know, you know? So, yeah. so I feel you on that because like sometimes I have gems like these podcast collides are really my gems. My other mm. show, I love it to death, but that's my Larry King. That's my bread and butter. That's what pays the bills. So that's going to have a certain structure to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so someone that looks at me from the outside, they're going to be like, man, I like that shit he does on Saturday, but that shit he do mm. on Thursday or Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm going to have to pass on that. And I'm like, that's cool. Right. Keep it on Saturday. Give me the numbers there. You know, whatever. Look, it so, might not be your cup of tea, but I got a cup of tea for everybody and a cup of tea for every day of the week, man. So pick your poison. Right. So now let me ask you this. Uh, on the second go round now, um, you're out here. You're trying to hit it big. You got the episodes. You got the mentality. You got everything going. Um, what are you going to do this time that's going to be different? That's not going to let you fail. And I ain't going to say you failed because remember, I want to say you did fail because when you fail, it, it's like this. And this is an expression I'm going to give you. Failure is a lesson. Failure has no negativity to it. It's a it's a it's a, a bridge that you got to walk on and you can't fall off. Mm-hmm. You can go off on the side and hang on. And that's the failure because it's a condition. Failure is not something that stays with you long. So now that you picked it back up, what are you going to do not to pod fade this time? What's the number one thing that you're going to do inside of the structure, your episodes? Yeah. So I think so for me, I wouldn't call last run of failure it was more so figuring out where the dart stuck the most you all know? right well then let me hold on hold on, hold on, hold on let me get you let me get you real quick well then we'll say a failure to launch since you don't like the word failure i'm gonna make it even failure better launch, that sounds like it's a, a problem you know what i'm saying it's not like it's not like a Failure to launch sounds like a, a down south problem. Failure to launch, you got to call it something else. It sounds like that sounds like ED or something. <laughs> All right, so so then I'll, I'll characteristic another time and see what I like about you, kid, is that you that we are playing with words right now, and you know that there's no <laughs> ill intent in what I'm saying. All right, so let's just say um, I don't. Let's saying. say you didn't get to the top of Space Mountain. That, that sounds even worse. <laughs> Space Mountain. She was like, nah, you're not getting on this mountain today. Ain't no thunder mountain, ain't no space mountain. All right, so so let me try, let me, let me try one more time. Um instead of being on the cruise ship, you was in the paddle boat. I don't. <laughs> you know what? You know, we was in the regular lane when we could have been in the whole lane. Is what we I don't All know right. if that's much different. All right, so let's just say this. Uh it's um the New Orleans Hornets versus the Charlotte Hornets. You were the you was the New okay. Orleans Hornets. Okay, I, I can rock with that. We, we definitely not the Bobcats. Yeah, not Damn, the Bobcats. Man. We're not going to talk about Whew. them. Whew. But so, so this this goes back to what I was talking about before, right? When it comes to your values matching your priorities and making okay. sure that all that's in alignment. So for me, what got and there's also a term I want to throw out there too synchronicity synchronicity and synchronicity is when certain things in your life just sync up they just align and it's just like wow thanks god like i didn't even i I wasn't even trying to do that but like now things in my life just like all the planets align and i think right when i started going cold with this podcast i had made a comment um in an air force forum 
Okay. It was, it was a stand down day. It was after like the Asian hate, um, okay. you know, campaign was going on. We had a day where the Air Force said, everybody shut down business. Let's just, right? So everybody got on Zoom. We talked. And I had a very candid conversation about my experience of being, you know, a young black man in America, how I see things and how I think things could progress. Long story short, um, I got blessed with the opportunity to do an Air Force podcast. And that's, you know what I'm saying, though? I mean, that means you there. That means you there. Bro, so the fact that that's about to be regular work, that's going to be crazy. So, um. I'm switching to doing that more full time. So getting those like wickets and all those kinds of things, um, the, the groundwork set and all that kind of stuff has been like the last like month and a half. And starting, I think, like mid to late July and so on, I'll be hosting that along with CGO TED Talks. Uh, CGO oh, being uh, company grade officers. Right. Or like uh, captains, first lieutenants, second lieutenants. So I'll be a captain at the time leading that effort. So between that and the podcast, that's all I'm doing is what I'm trying to say. That's all. My life is podcasting. My life is okay, all right, so, so, so basically, So basically, all them things I said about whatever, you, yes. come, back, you, come, you come back like, like you kind of like one of them Transformers that got beat up by Megatron and then you just come back like Optimus Prime style. Even better than that, man, I had just used this analogy last night. Um, I got a Goku climb complex, man. Oh, okay. Beat my ass, but you give me three minutes. You give me three minutes in a commercial. I'm on your ass. Okay, so it's like three minutes for the commercial. So you got the Broly beat down, and then you came back. You coming back for that? Yeah, no fusion, no fusion. I don't need it. Okay, okay. Oh, on Broly. On Broly. Okay, I got, I got, I got okay, okay. Now. Um, so you told us about your future endeavors without me even asking you. So that worked out there. So what is something that you would tell a fledging podcaster, somebody that wants to get started? What would be the sound advice that you would give them? Now, before you say this, I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you, this is the advice that I give people every day. Cause I get an email. Everybody's like, man, my podcast ain't building an audience. So I tell them the first thing, build an intimacy, build a certain trust. It's not romance. Let them be mm-hmm. part of your life. You, you do that personal episode. You do them. Like I got the love series. So I talk about what happened, the loss that I had and different things like that. I do that so that people know that I'm human. So everything ain't all mm-hmm. Q&A and just robot. So what mm-hmm. advice do you give to a fledging podcast or somebody that wants to come up and do what you're doing right now with the fitness and everything? They want to keep that whole mindset. They want to have, because this is what you got going. Mm-hmm. You got branding going on with all your fitness. You're leading a healthy life. Mm-hmm. You, you're giving it out there on Instagram. So what would be the advice that you would give a fledging podcaster, somebody that wants to get started? I, I think it's easy, man. I, I think you need to treat it like you are a, uh, I don't know, second or third grader. And you don't know what sport you want to play. And, you know, when your mom's like, oh, I'm pushing taekwondo, I'm pushing basketball, I'm pushing soccer. Try it all, man. Try a bunch of different styles. Uh, try Instagram Live. Try um solo podcasting try interviewing people try getting interviewed uh, i've been on more uh different podcasts than t-pain was on songs in 2008 so yeah. my future <laughs> game is strong yeah but, you know getting my own content um is you know i'm, I'm doing that but 
just go out there and just do stuff and don't care so much about like the editing. I'm trying to get over that. I'm such a perfectionist, um, almost to a fault sometimes. So get over the perfectionism. Everything's not going to sound perfect. You're not going to look your best every episode. Your hair's going to be fucked up. Um, You're going to have something in the background that you don't care for in the back. Um, You're going to sound stupid sometimes. You may stammer. It doesn't matter. Just post stuff and try to be consistent um, from inconsistent can try to be consistent. consistent. Okay. And, um, do whatever. And it, it, in that journey, you'll figure out what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And I think that's one of the hardest things to get to really in life. You know, we're talking about podcasting, but life is very similar. You know, um, you, you can go through a lot of life and not knowing what fits you the best. Um, and, and you just got to try a lot of styles until you see what, is you know uh unforgivably just you okay. use that okay i can go with that now um i give everybody a testament when we do these things and it's real simple um you're mm. out here you're preaching um physical fitness you got a mantra that sits inside of your bio on your page that i read through a little bit you can read that back to them in a little bit so they can hear it on your voice instead of mine um mm. but this is the thing here. You're influencing people. Um, people are seeing your life. Uh, people don't pay attention to this, but your podcast, if you do it a certain way, like the way I do it, I lead a private life. Nobody knows what goes on outside of what I show them. Um, mm. With what you do, you're really raw. You're out there. People can see what you're doing. You're talking about your struggle in different places in life for the mental aspects to everything else. So you're talking about your physical gains, your physical whatever. Um, you're, you're doing that. That's positivity that the world needs. Uh the world needs more people like you for the simple fact that there's a difference in fabricated uh, social media and mm. real social media. And you're part of that real social media uh, deal. People can see the raw you. And like I said, I'm not fabricating anything. It's just, I'm, I lead a certain type of life because of the type of work I do. I got to kind of be, you know, not discreet, but I lead a certain yeah. life. And, and with you, you're able to expose people to everything, the rawness, the, the sincerity, you're able to let people see your success and your failures and you're humble about it because you dropped the ball one time and you picked it back up and now you're coming full force with it and you're going to take over things. You got the personality, you got the mentality for that. That is something that you can't buy. It's not something you can teach. It's something you're just born with and not everybody's got that. And I don't call it a leadership skill or anything like that. I don't, don't sell that to nobody because anybody can be a leader, but, but for someone to actually, have a positive message, keep that positive message, still have fun out here in this atmosphere, which is podcasting and in social media. Um, and to be out here and not to have parasocial media relationships, the people mm. you deal with, you're genuine with them. I, yeah. I so much, and I don't, I'm going to have to do an episode with everybody one day on this. Too many people in this business want to have parasocial media relationships. They want to come in the bag and be like, yo, let me get this. Let me get that. And I don't care if somebody comes and they want advice. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that want to get into the vibe, get into the, to the way that we handle things and how we do our shows and take from you and, and not give credit back or take from your influence, take from your style. And I want to thank you for not having that about you. You go on everywhere and you do the same thing on every show you want. You, you, you straightforward, you genuine. So take that to heart and, and wrap that up in, in a um, package. So, you know, when you have young ones, you can pass that along to them because it's not going to be too many people like you, you know, come, 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 yeah, two or three 
generations. And uh, the next thing that you got to do, and, and this is something I say that you have to do, nobody else can do this. You have to keep that message going. If you have to take time off, take time off your human. That's what you did. And everybody respects that in the community. Even though ain't nobody going to big up you and say that, caring about your mental health, caring about your structure and not your status goes way longer than me than you having 40 million likes and everybody wanting to, oh, let me get that influence in my life. You know? Yeah. 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 So, so and, being strong uh, and being bold, yeah. Go ahead. I think about my family a lot, man. Um, and I always go back to like how I was raised. I wasn't raised to really be a fake person or to, you know, come to somebody ingenuinely. You know, uh, I grew up with a lot of, surrounded by like a lot of older uncles. I, I talk about them all the time. You know, they are all <laughs> 82nd dudes, army dudes, rough and rough and all that kind of stuff. And I grew up with, you know, of course, my mom, my sister, but also very tight with all my grandparents. I had uh, nine living grandparents at one Whoa. time. So, bro, yeah, I'm, I'm kicking it with great grandparents for, for a long time. So a lot of things I learned, um, I learned young. And I learned that you treat people how you want to be treated. And, and it's such an easy thing to say, but like to really unpack that, you got to learn how you want to be treated first. So until you learn that and how to treat yourself and how to care for yourself, we, we talk about self-care. We talk about, you know, taking days off, mental health, yeah, yeah. But no, seriously, I mean, without all the, you know, hippy-dippy, whatever, you got to get to the root sometimes and be like, you know, what makes me tick? What what makes me good if I'm in an off mood, if I'm off balance? What gets me back on kilter? Um, and how do you how do you get to a place where you're a servant to the world? How are you in a place that you can keep getting to? Okay, I'm good. Now I can give because that's always where I'm trying to come. From. I'm always trying to get to a place where like I'm good so that I can help you. I'm trying to get good so that I can help my sister. I can help my mom. I can help the rest of my family or whatever. And it, it's cool to be like, yeah, grind culture. Let's stay up all night. Let's let's work double shifts. If my boss says, you know, if, I, if my colonel calls me at 10 o'clock, I'm like, hey, Ken, I need you to whatever. Yes, yeah, sir. Let's get to it. And then podcast after. We can do that all day, every day. But for for how long? You know, until right. you're no good at all. You don't want to wipe yourself like that or be so in, in such a deficit that you can't claw yourself out of it or you're indirectly hurting other people or, you know, you're distant from somebody who might need you. Maybe you're coming off as cold or mean. You don't know how that could affect somebody else for maybe, you know, months, years, the rest of their life. You don't know. So I try to be cognizant of those things, bro. And just trying to, you know, leave, leave a lasting positive impact on the world. I don't know what my impression will be when, I, when I'm out of here, but I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely think that your life here on earth, you're auditioning and you're conditioning yourself to be a greater steward of something. Okay. I don't know what it is. You know, I, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus. And, you know, that's my thing. If you don't, you know, that's, you know, that's cool with me. But I think that when when we're gone, I don't know exactly what's after, but I, I do think we're living in some type of training ground. And once you once you're done with this life, how good were you at taking care of things yourself, your family, um, you know, your faith, and all these other things, your your spirit. And now that you've done those things on Earth, how do you like radiate that on a grander scale later? So 
I just try to keep that in mind too. Like, what's my impact? All right, and let me tell you, we talked earlier about a gym that you would drop. You just dropped your gym right there. All that right there, that was your gym in the episode. Hey. Yeah, and I, and I tell everybody that because I got an eye for the gyms. Not, I ain't no thief or nothing. I'm just saying I got the eye for the gyms. <laughs> but anyway, um, all that, that's everything you said, man, that was compelling. That was to the point. And, and that's what I appreciate. So now we're getting to the point where it's almost the end of our show. So here's like the, the serious thing that you got to do real quick. You got to hit another shameless plug and tell where, where people can meet you on social media everywhere. So please let yeah. them know where they can meet you at. Hey man, again, Instagram, Instagram's the easiest way to find me. I'm easy to find. I'm on Tenfluence. If you can't uh, remember all the, the dots and the dashes and whatever, just look up Kenfluence. I am the Kenfluence with the most uh, subscribers or followers. That That's me. Um, but again, <laughs> on Instagram, it's K-E-N underscore F-L-U dot E-N-C. Again, that is K-E-N underscore F-L-U dot E-N-C. You can find me um, on Spotify uh, under Kenfluence or anywhere that um, podcasts were distributed or were distributed before Joe Rogan went to Spotify. Um, I'm on Autumn Places. Um, you can also email me at Kenfluence channel at gmail.com and you know we can set up something that way too if you want to get on the podcast and you have questions or um you just want to reach whatever um business reasons so again man that's me all right and also for uh just clarification here um anyone that is on podcast collage does provide me with the show notes so i don't have to do them so Ken will be providing me with all his links in a little description of his podcast. And that that's another way. That's the awesome thing about this uh, whole collaboration thing. And that's one thing I want to get into real quick. We do these collaborations, not to boost numbers. Cause frankly, I don't brag or nothing. Cause I said, success is silent. We don't do that. You know, you don't necessarily need the hype. You got the following. I don't necessarily yeah. need the hype. We do these collaborations because, um, I do them for the simple fact that at some point I see potential in people and sometimes I throw out that little bone and you bit grab that bone and you even had a co-sign from your manager, which is uh Kendra from coffee with Kendra. She manages uh, quite a few podcasters in the business. Um, she is taking fees now, you know, and it's not nominal. I'm paying 10% off top, man. I'm letting y'all know right now. Kendra gets paid 10% off of every podcast I do. So, <laughs> It's, it's real, man. Uh, I want y'all to let all the other podcasters know that there's help out there. We out here getting bullied and swindled, but she she doing the things. Right. So so now no doubt with her, if you do have her as your manager and you do want to come on these shows, definitely because she gave you awesome call sign. I was going to do the show with you regardless. I had just threw that little thing out there because I was like, man, I got some open slots. I got some shows I really don't like right now, and I'm gonna push them shits all the way out till till whenever. And yeah, I did say that. This is. This ain't going to be edited or nothing. It's some shows I'm done with some people and they don't respond to me. That's um, mm-hmm. one thing that I want to do real quick. And I'm going to take two seconds with this. These are the things that I, the, I tell people to watch when you get out here podcasting and you're looking for guests. And this is just a podcast talk moment inside of your uh, podcast collide. When you're out here and you are entertaining guests uh, to be on your podcast, you do have to give them a structure. You need to let them know uh, the expectations on how you want them to promote your episode. If they do not have a social media presence, that's the first thing you look at when you find a guest for your show. If someone is on empty 
on their um, social media. And I'm talking, I'm not talking about followers. I'm talking about posts. I don't care about followers because you're going to gravitate to whatever you gravitate to. And it could take one episode that changed your mind. And then you bring the whole flock with you. But if this person is on Instagram and they only have 10 posts, I'm going to talk to them about those 10 posts before I even extend an offer to them. And come on, too. When you say 10 posts, when you say posts, I also want to say of original curated content. Because right. a lot of people have a lot of content out there. It's like, it, it's a reshare, it's repost, it's not them. It's like, posts are cool and, you know, having constant eyes on you is great, but make sure that it's like your own, like, genuine content. And I know sometimes we, we all fall guilty of it, just throwing a little bit of filler out there just because, you know, we've been quiet. But on my page, I make sure that I really, really put in a good effort to be like, if you click on anything, you're going to enjoy it. You know, if it's a short one minute video that I edited together and it's like kind of more like a comedy skit or whatever, you're going to enjoy that. If it's a fitness workout or something, you're going to enjoy that. Or if it's like maybe post-workout or pre-workout and it's like, oh man, it sucked or I don't want to do this, but like influence motivation, you're going to enjoy that. So make sure that like whatever you put out there, it's not just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to reshare the, the thing that everybody is sharing because, you know, you can see that anyway. Right. And, and I agree with that. And my thing too is like, man, this meme stuff, like if you got memes on there and you're a guest, like be, be careful with that. I got to see the whole process on you. And then another thing, when it comes to the reciprocity, when it comes to advertising these things, when you have guests on your show, and I'm saying this to everybody, and this is what I like, I, like I got a team. We actually look at this stuff. It's yeah. certain people that, that I will work with that I know that I'm going to have to advertise for a little bit harder, but it's certain people that got certain clout that I watch how they advertise the other person that they collaborate with on guests. And this is me talking to personal podcasters out here. I see how they hype the show up and how they don't hype it up. And I'm, and I'm kind of like, man, they ain't coming on podcast a lot until I see something different in the world. So that's one thing mm-hmm. to watch out for. Your guests have to give you a certain level of advertisement um, when it comes to this, because you're helping them and they need to help you at the same time. So when you do have a guest on your show and I'm talking to you personally right now, Ken, you look at that social media. You look at them posts. And keep that same energy. If you're on... Oh, man, I hate this. So if you're on somebody's show, right, and you're like, oh, I'm going to share all your stuff before, and I'm going to share, you know, the show that I'm on. I might show like, uh, share, like, maybe one show afterwards. Nah, man. Y'all are podcast bonded now. Y'all are soul bonded by the podcast. You better be sharing everything. Because you never know when you will be back on that show again or whatever. But, like, I don't know. Like, I think it's just good faith at that point. Right. You know? That's that reciprocity like, I'm talking about. Yeah. Keep that up. Don't don't just be like, oh, well, yeah. now that I got my little two minutes or whatever on here, that's it. Like, just, just keep it up. And especially if you're not doing anything on Instagram anyway, except for just scrolling. It ain't going to take you but two seconds, you know, to hit that little, what is it, paper airplane, whatever the hell it is. It's supposed to be. Uh, hit that real quick, share it, and you know if people like it, follow it, whatever, cool. But the big thing is awareness. Make sure that that kind of content is circulating, um, right, for the other person. And, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. And one thing that I do for people, and one thing that I don't do, I will put your post up all day, but I am not tagging you in nothing. Because if I'm taking my time to follow you and, and watch what you're doing, <laughs> I, I'm gonna throw your shit up there, and you ain't yeah. getting no tag. On my busiest day, someone posted something for the first time ever for me, right? They they posted something for me, and I didn't watch it. And I I knew for that instance, they they messaged me. They was like, you must have had a busy day. And I'm like, you know, I deal with 
70 to 80 podcasts in a day, different podcasts, not yeah. even the same one. So yeah, it's hard for me to scroll, but yes, I will do you that favor. If you got some kind of flame out there, yes, I'm pulling it up and I'm hitting that button. I'm putting it on my story, but I'm not tagging. Cause I need oh, it. It, it ain't petty, oh. but, it, but, but listen to the logic. If I'm watching your stuff, I need to make sure you still watching my stuff. And the same thing you said, the same energy. So so that's one thing I do there. I I have stopped the whole tag game. I'm done with that. And then another thing inside this thing is we big up everybody. Um, Open criticism and all the cool stuff is always fine. Always do that in a closed forum. Um, I've listened to podcasts that have audio issues. I'm the type of person, and I tell everybody this. This is how you know you got a great podcast. Okay? You go into your bathroom, wherever you live. You have a shower speaker in there, but you can go get it five below anywhere. There's five blows everywhere. There's five below down the road from you. You yeah. put that shower speaker on and you turn your, your cell phone onto that speaker. You got the water running. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of different things. You listen to your podcast there. Everybody's got a car. Even if you got the AUX, even if you ain't got a car, you got a homie that's got a car. You take the AUX cord, plug it into the old school phone or whatever you got. Or yeah. you, run, you run the Bluetooth from the car. You listen to the audio from the Bluetooth audio to the USB connection to the car to hear that sound. Everybody's got that $5 speaker that I'm always talking about, that little Sony joint that went on sale at Walmart. It's only $5.32. You got to be out here listening to your sound. You put the wireless headphones on, you put the headphones on with the cord. I'm not saying do all this every single podcast, but if you put out seven podcasts, by that time, you should definitely have listened to your sound on different things. Brother, you dropping treasure chests out in this mug. Pirates all day. Right. But for real, I mean, I, I didn't really think about that, but like they're there's so many different ways to like spot check your quality. I, I think who is it? Uh Eminem, Dr. Dre, I think Drake too, all have like shitty cars out in the front yard. Uh Kanye too, I think. They all had shitty cars where they would like take whatever they just made, but like, all right, sounds great in the studio. And then they plug it up into like the shitty like a cord or whatever. Like, yeah, that 98 accord. Like, oh, in the accord. Okay. Yeah. So it must be a good song versus I hear every little detail that I made in that studio so i like that man especially with the shower running to really like right because because even though nobody really has a speaker in real life you can go buy it for five dollars or eight dollars and when everybody had the stimulus money i was telling people go get speakers because you really need to listen to your sound you know for a speaker i got you right so so that's one thing i say and, and even listening to that sound that's not even editing your sound that's just listening to hear the quality if you know that yeah. that could be the difference in turning the mic up turning the mic down moving in front of the mic that gives you uh your eq without actually doing anything to the episode that's a cheap hack to know that you're doing right true 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 and then come you know december 23rd 24th put it back in the same box and put it in somebody's stocking for christmas right you know re-gift it just right. And, and and that's a smooth thing. And I appreciate that you there. So once again, I want to thank you, Ken, for coming on West Virginia Commonplace. I'm going to cut this thing here. We're going to have to do some more episodes. I might have to, to start a second podcast and just throw you on it every two weeks or so or something. I might have to get something going because, man, we got a good flow going. Um, for sure. for and sure. whenever and whenever um I have time and, I, and like I always tell everybody, I don't treat myself like I'm illustrious or nothing like that. But the next time I jump out there on a live, I'm about to come out on an evening time like this because what time is it in California right now? Oh man, it's uh nine thirty-seven right now. Bro. All right, we'll see. It's twelve thirty-seven here. You know the difference in times. I, so you know I'm at halfway past my sleep time. I, I'm an old man, so I do sleep between twelve and six a.m. or five a.m. Twelve, 12 to five a.m. I do sleep in between there. 
so I want to thank you once again for coming on. Um, and man, this has been good. So you got any shout outs real quick? Hey man, shout out to you. Uh, let's start off with that, man. Thanks for having me on, brother. I appreciate that. Um, that, I've been out on this stuff for a long time. I've been liking and enjoying a lot of your content, man. And you're just a real dude, bro. So I, I really appreciate you having me on. And I appreciate breadth and variety of folks that you do have on here. And I, I think, like, you're, you're one of the few people that dig so deep into the arsenal of folks that you have on. <laughs> you know, like, everybody is very eclectic on here. So I enjoy that when I listen to podcasts. I listen to podcasts literally about all day, man. Um, so especially with these long beats that we have, like <laughs> so yours is one of my favorites to listen to. So shout out to you, shout out to Grown Man Logic, yes, folks, uh, Carla Kendra, Juan and Eric, shout out to y'all, shout out to Del P, Bet the House, uh, Uncle Dolomite, shout out to you, Rosie, Rosie Perspective. Um, well, let me see, Ladies Larry, shout out to y'all. Who man, y'all know the list. Y'all, y'all know the list. Shout out to everybody um, in my DMs. Uh, shout out to all my kinfolk <laughs> out there. Uh, rock with me and who's been steadily rock with me during high and cold periods and uh, continually asking for content. So thank you, everybody. And I appreciate y'all. And and on the last note, I'm going to say this. Um, there's actually a rivalry between our actual home states. You know, I'm from UVA all day. And you from you from East Carolina, but really that's like a UNC NC State thing. So it, it, this was really this was really a hard episode because you know I'm you know Virginia North Carolina we really don't we're not supposed to really get down like that. Bro, I'm gonna be honest. I was this close to wearing the ECU sweatshirt up here, and if I you was had, like, I don't want to smoke. Not not on the first thing, man. Maybe, right. maybe you know later down the road, second, third one. Maybe I could come with the aggression. But I was like, that's cheese of violence. And it's late too. I'm it, already it, glad. I, I can't do it. And listen, but let me let me tell you this little tidbit real fast before we jump off. Out of 119 schools, I've been to 80 of them to see some mm-hmm. type of sport. So I got a shirt from everywhere, literally on lock stash. So, I could, so if you pull out to East Carolina, I, I got your rival somewhere. Uh, East Carolina, who is it? Who will be a rival? They Elon. Anything? I don't. Who's the rival? It's a date for us, man. All right. So yeah, I definitely got Wolfpack stuff. I got a little little um, flag in the back for, for them. So all day long. So, you know, I, I got something there, but uh, either way, it's been great to have you on the show. So once again, everybody, West Virginia Commonplace signing off. Please follow WV Uncommonplace on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, TikTok, where we have some great content, Facebook, LinkedIn, hit up the merch store at onecommonplace.square.site. Join the email list from the website and rate, subscribe, and give feedback from your favorite podcatcher. And lastly, thanks for listening and tune into the next episode.